from their bunker deep within the queen city of Cincinnati, a peek beneath the surface, and some guy in Ohio are taking it back. Hey everybody and welcome to Taking It Back, the podcast. I'm some guy in Ohio. And I'm a peek beneath the surface. She is. And uh, I want to welcome you to the podcast. If you're here for the first time, uh, God help you, uh, because today we're talking about devolution. Look, I didn't know what it was before a couple of weeks ago either, but uh, you're going to know everything about devolution after this podcast and if you read the show notes. Because yeah, you have to there, read the show notes. There's too much for us to cover in an hour. Yeah, there is a lot going to happen here. So, uh, 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 unfortunately, there's not enough time in this program for us to cover everything that uh, Patel Patriot has put out about his theory on devolution. So, there's just simply no way that we can uh, cover the whole thing. But... Uh, we will give you some highlights and hopefully incentivize you to uh, come to podcast.takingitback.us, uh, T-A-K-I-N-I-T-B-A-C-K, takingitback.us. So go to podcast.takingitback.us and read the show notes. There are links to each of the eight articles so far and an addendum. And we also have the list of uh, the reading of the articles uh, posted by somebody else on Rumble. They're both all the links to all of the parts. There are eight thus far, eight parts and an addendum. So part one. So you can read all of them and you can listen to them or listen and read along or whichever Pick whatever your right. preferences. Yeah, unfortunately, I listened to it, and what I should have done was I should have been following along with the, uh, uh, the, the post, the actual articles, because he does include, you know, videos and audio and images, uh, I guess, uh, like headlines from websites that, you know, printed articles that, you know, help him prove his uh, theory. And actually also copies of executive orders and other things so that you can actually see for yourself that they do exist. Yeah, I think you're going to see if you do go to the show notes and you start checking out the uh, actual articles that uh, Patel Patriot, I mean, he went all in on devolution. I mean, he, if you listen to him speak, he completely believes that this uh, theory is not really a theory that it is actually you know playing out before our very eyes and these articles uh, that he has written prove <laughs> you know he's he's basically formed a theory and then he's gone out and researched uh, to to prove his theory and to his credit he admits that his theory does evolve as new information comes to light to him so that's um you know, something that he readily admits. Right. Just like you and I were talking about uh, the the uh, the guy in Italy that, right. you know, that had uh, 
he had admitted that he had done some election shenanigans uh, in in concert with the uh, Italian military, right? I mean, it that was, was a it special... was a company called Leonardo, and right. they're a defense contractor or something right. to do with satellites. Right, but he but for the Italian military, I think yes. Yeah, well, I mean, he's Maybe. subcontractor. <laughs> he's a military subcontractor. Okay, whatever. But regardless, uh, we were just talking about that and how articles can be published uh, about certain things, and we read them, and we're outraged when we read them. But when we need to recall that information several months later, it gets lost in the shuffle because of what there is there is so much news every single day and whatever is being broadcast the loudest takes everybody's attention and everybody forgets about what happened you know last week let alone two months ago six months ago a year ago that you know something that was a big deal back then it just gets what was that specific article we were talking about though the one about italy I don't think it was. I think it was something else we were talking about. But anyway, so uh, yeah, there there was an example of. Um, uh, for some reason, I'm drawing a blank. But uh, we we were referring to a specific thing that had happened. We I knew that it had happened at the time because I read the articles. But it's just now like kicking back in. I mean, people are just now coming to the conclusion, even though. If somebody had written about it months ago, because I remember being outraged, and uh, anyhow, that that's uh, he kind of covers some of this stuff that you know maybe you missed. I mean, these things are out in the open, um, uh, most of them, and uh, because he backs it up with uh, uh, media that isn't always uh, you know right leaning, right? So. You know, these stories, you know, they put the stories out not realizing that, you know, it it's going to fit down the road. They don't know that they're actually actually putting out the truth. Well, and what he's extremely talented at doing, from my opinion, is all this stump stuff has been out there, yet he ties everything together and makes it all make sense in this theory of his. Right. Well, I mean, if you're working, like I was uh, saying to you yesterday, I think it was, is that uh, uh, if you're working from behind, meaning, you know, you have a theory, so now I need to go prove it, it's easier to actually find, <laughs> you know, try to find things that are, you know, that would explain your theory, that would uh, possibly prove your theory. So, it's just easier to do that when you're working backwards. Like, here's the answer, so now let's find all the questions. And uh, so, it, but that's not always a bad thing because no, if, no, if, no. if in a if you're investigating a crime scene, you you have the crime, and now you've got to work backwards. You develop a theory, and can I find the evidence? Yeah, no, I'd that be, backs up that theory. Yeah, I, I would say it's probably normal in most cases, right? But. Uh, I mean, obviously, in science, you would see a natural phenomena, then you would develop a, you know, a theory, and then you would, you know, try to prove that theory. So, um, but regardless, it's very, at least to us, it's very intriguing. So hopefully, you will find it as interesting. Yeah, too. absolutely. And uh, so, but first, before we do that, 
I kind of want to touch on some house. We got some housekeeping. Well, first of all, if you if if you uh, are listening on the website or one of our websites, uh, just to let you know, we're on uh, great podcast apps like Google Podcast, uh, Breaker, Spotify, Anchor, uh, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, and uh, Radio Public. Uh, hopefully soon on iTunes. I don't know if we're even going to iTunes or not, but we'll, we're trying. Uh, so you can catch us on any of those. If you need to contact us, you can contact me, or well, you can contact the show at po- uh, Taking It Back Podcast at protonmail.com. If you need to get a hold of me personally, you can contact me at Taking It Back US at protonmail.com. And how do they get a hold of you? You can find me at a peekbeneaththesurface.com. Just find my profile there, and you can either send me a chat or a private message. Yeah. Send her a private message. I send her private messages all the time. She never gets back to me, though. <laughs> all right. Uh, but she'll get back to you, I'm certain. Uh, okay, so I, I want to touch on uh, a little bit of housekeeping. Last week we had mentioned the uh, symposium, Mike Lindell Symposium. And obviously we record on Wednesday, so, I mean, the, the uh, symposium had only been going, you know, for a day. So before we had to come here and prepare for, uh, we got a beautiful studio uh, in the uh, in the woods of Winton, a a uh, Hamilton County Park. It's beautiful where we are. You can probably hear the birds in the background. Yeah. we're in a bunker. They can't find us. So anyway, um, here I'll just tell you where we're. <laughs> All right. So uh, anyway, we were talking about Mike Lindell on the symposium, and we—I was kind of harsh on Mike. And uh, after going home Wednesday and watching some of the uh, footage and uh, watching the Thursday portion of the symposium, I, I'm still where I was. Literally, I I had learned absolutely, well, nearly nothing from the symposium. Now, I, I understand that what Mike has is technical. And, I I mean, I'm a tech guy. I mean, I actually hooked us up a new, uh, a whole new sound system here in the, uh, in the bunker. And uh, today. So I, I'm kind of a, you know, not that I'm a, a computer junkie, but I mean, I'm a tech kind of guy. I don't, I'm not scared of tech, but they offered nothing. I mean, they, they put up nice little drawings and, and uh, spreadsheets and, and they put up numbers saying this is what it was before and after, but I saw no evidence of anything anything in three days i'm sorry you can't just put a picture of a state up on a screen and say this is what the numbers were before and this is the numbers after the pcaps and then flip the screen it's the same picture of the state with different numbers how can you just do that and then call that evidence and unfortunately a lot of writers i mean there are people who really wanted this to be you know the the end of it 
and they're writing articles like you know they're they're sad almost these articles uh and i and i feel bad for them but i mean that's their job but i mean i feel bad for mike lindell because he believes that he has the the and everything you need to end this Right. He sunk a lot into it, but now we've got the lawsuit to look forward to. Hopefully something will come out of that. Or not. You're talking about that lawsuit you were talking to me about? Yes. You understand that's a lawsuit. Uh, Dominion is suing him. Yeah, correct. Right. But won't he have to produce his evidence, the PCAPs that he did not present on Thursday? I don't won't know Won't he if need it's to gonna... present that as evidence in his defense? I don't know if that's it's even going to go that far. I don't know. I mean, we'll I, see. It's uh, uh, oh, <laughs> I can't even think of his attorney's name, but uh, Dershowitz. He Dershowitz seems to think this is nothing more than a First Amendment issue, and if that's the case, then so they let it go through the dismissal. Uh, they did New York Times that way for. Uh, Project Veritas. So, I, I mean, I, I don't see that as the the end of the dismissal pattern. <laughs> I just went through one phase of it. I, I just see, I, I think uh, Dershowitz believes that he, you know, this is purely uh, First Amendment and that, that's, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know how... I, I don't know enough about the lawsuit to go any further other than Dershowitz believes that's First Amendment. But all I know is I saw no evidence. <laughs> you know, he said there were things running on a screen that was too small to see from the uh, uh, right side broadcasting camera. You couldn't really see the PCAPs that were trickling down like uh, uh, numbers off of, uh, what was that movie with the... Uh, Oh, the Matrix. Yeah, the Matrix. Yeah, it kind of looked like the Matrix falling in the corner. So, and I, isn't it funny? I can just say something. I can say, what was that movie? And you just pop it off. Matrix. The Matrix. I don't always, I'm not always that good. So. That was pretty amazing. <laughs> Anyhow, you just got it off of that. I don't know. I'm learning. Tricking down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, but anyway, uh, like I said, uh, my. Mike Lindell's a nice enough guy. I truly hope that he has what he has, but that symposium was a huge letdown. I know the uh, the the nerds, the uh, the cyber nerds, they loved all that drama that was going on there. But to me, it just made the whole symposium look like a joke. And I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not playing the Twitter games and the Facebook games like all of those guys are. But for somebody outside of it who has an interest in it, the way I saw it was it made it a joke. And I'm sure that's what whoever the operatives were that Mike says were part of his red team or whatever, I'm sure that's what they were going for to make Mike Lindell look like an idiot. And they probably succeeded uh, with this symposium. My, my point is, cut the crap, Mike. And get that stuff to the Supreme Court. However, you have to do that. Quit trying to convince America. Get convince the nine, the nine zero, 
That's what I say. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, it on the old business, unless you have something. I don't. What? Nothing on COVID? (laughs) No. (laughs) I think we've (laughs) talked about that so many weeks in a row now. Yeah, but you, you have to. I thought you were were alluding to the symposium. I don't have anything more to say on the symposium. No. uh, I don't have really anything on uh, COVID other than, you know, if I were you, I would check uh, Drew Peters' channel. Stu Peters. (laughs) What did I say? (laughs) Drew. Drew. (laughs) Drew, Stu Peters on, uh, on Rumble. Uh, just look up Stu Peters on Rumble. You can click uh, any number of our our show notes and updates that have his videos in it. Because every day he's got something on there. Uh, something new that the, the stupid uh, medical community uh, or science community or the feckless uh, Fauci and his cronies uh, are putting out there. So they're, they, he's every it just seems like every day he's putting out at least one segment on covid that you probably should keep up with so we're not posting them every day but uh just subscribe to uh Stu peter's rumble channel and you'll get them every every evening and just check out our previous podcasts and the show notes because that's where you'll find more information so. right right i mean i think covid's in the news forefront of the news like all the time although afghanistan might slow it down a little bit as far as being talked about as much actually but. afghanistan might have been created in order to avoid some of the the stuff that they're getting caught on right now right with yeah. covid so yeah, it's a distraction yeah. so but i think like most of the world a lot of people are getting tired of hearing about it and talking about it although there may be a whole bunch of new stuff by next week so we'll yeah see. well i mean uh, i I'm just of the opinion that this is all made up and you're all part of a PSYOP. We all are a part of a PSYOP and you're being convinced that there's a big bad boogeyman virus out there and it's just not there. So, so every time I see an article about, you know, good or bad, you know, I'm interested because I'll read it and then I'll take it for what it's worth. I mean, you, if it's a state-run person telling me that the state is right, and then I've got 19 doctors who just, you know, did an article that tells me that they're wrong, who am I supposed to believe? I mean, you know, 19 people that I would trust to do my cancer surgery or Dr. Fauci. I mean, are you kidding me? That guy's worn a, a lab coat for four decades probably never done any research at all in that four decades himself just applied for patents yeah so he could patent coronavirus yeah how about that so you need to look into that that was in our podcast i think it was uh, number four or i don't know wasn't it five four or and six i think i don't four and six <laughs> uh were definitely covid yeah, yeah. but but yeah. lots of information in the show notes yeah to those so podcasts. yeah dr martin you, you'll see Dr. Martin, the bald Dr. Martin. That that one's the one where he talks about all the uh, uh, patents on COVID. So that's our co- COVID coverage for today. But so let's uh, 
let's get into a little bit of uh, devolution. Then we'll cut to a break. And then when we come back, we'll finish it up with some. Uh, we do have a couple of segments from uh, some interviews that Patel Patriot, the, the writer of these articles. Um, uh, he, he actually has done a couple of interviews with uh, X-22 Report and Red Pill Pill 78. 78. Yeah. So, so we'll get to those towards the end. It's only a couple of minutes each. So, uh, we'll put those in in the second half. So, uh, devolution, if you haven't looked it up, and you know what? I, I meant to do that. I meant to actually get it posted in the show notes. The definition. The, uh, right. The, a little bit of history of devolution from, you know, uh, the, the great source, uh, of all truth and and things that are right, uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> and, uh, so I meant to get the Wikipedia on uh, devolution and uh, put that in the show notes. But in essence, it's a a way to continue the continuity of government, basically. Correct. So, in other words. But it it involves the military, correct? Correct. Yeah. So so it's a way that the military is used in order to handle the continuity of government and, in the time of peril. Right, and the delegation of powers. Right. So you're basically taking the uh, power from a central government. To regional and local entities. So basically the big picture of this is suggesting that um, Trump and the military have established sort of regional hubs of governmental authority and to continue the government. That basically Biden's a fake president and that the military's in charge at the moment. Right, the good guys in the military, because we, I think, we can all agree that there are both good guys and bad guys. In the Actually, military. according to his theory, it's a very specific group of people, small group, and they're specially trained for this mission of devolution. So, uh, I'm telling you, this is a devolution is an actual real thing. So, the military is trained that if something were to happen, like, let's say, for instance, because in this theory, it's actually the case, that the Chinese have, you know, installed a president that is sympathetic to the Chinese, and all of his feckless cabinet members are also sympathetic to the Chinese, that would be basically an act of war. China has installed a, a illegitimate government in the United States, and it would be an act of war, basically. So the military has created devolution. I, I mean, now, you know, I don't want scholars to be, you know, looking to hang me for this definition. But so what I'm gathering is that the military is the the specialized group of military are basically going to guarantee the continuity of the continuation of the our government and the constitution so 
the the whole thing of devolution originated with the threat of nuclear war back in the day. I don't remember the what decade it was, but that devolution was developed as a way if we were ever attacked and experienced nuclear war, how we would continue the the government. So in this aspect, like you were saying, is if we have foreign interference in our elections and basically we have been infiltrated versus an invasion that we've had people within on the inside for probably decades destroying this country from within. And I think we can all agree on that. But then with this election and the theft of the election that now, like you said, we've got an illegitimate president and that Trump has acted to take steps to implement devolution. Man. Did I say that all right? (laughs) Man, that was awesome. Okay. You know how I know? How? Awesome! (laughs) That's how I know. So, um, no, I, yeah, I actually, that's, you know, that's, if I were you, I probably would have said that too, but since I'm not you, I bumbled over here for 10 minutes, kind of. They always tell me to talk more, so I tried. You need to talk more. (laughs) I tried. Uh, uh, How am I supposed to talk when you don't let me? Our audience is... 60 60 percent 60 60 some odd percent female and only 30 percent male there are no non-binaries apparently on the internet that listen to our program well all the women are obviously here to listen to you (laughs) i don't think so i think they're here because you're the brains of this operation so anyway the reason he believes this, some of the reasons, because I'm telling you this, that in these eight parts, you will see him lay out um, things that are, you you may not have actually put together yourself. I mean, really, I mean, you may not have been able to put them together, but because he had this theory, he was able to go out and find these things. So what does he say? How does he how does he know that that's what Well I think he's taken his theory and in the eight articles that are in the show notes now that he has actually gone and written um he breaks it down each one essentially has a topic. So um article 1 talks about the whole definition of Uh, devolution and about the foreign interference in our elections and then he backs that up with you know things that back that up and we're not talking about just uh you know some reporter saying this or that he actually is pulling out uh when they put uh was it cash cash patel cash patel they put him in charge of uh was he in charge of the dod or Secretary uh, or I don't know. It's in my notes somewhere. But, <clears throat> right. Um, but, but he goes back to things that actually happened. Right. Talks about, okay, well, this happened on this date, and this happened on this date that would lead you to believe that this is the case. So then he goes on to with the other articles. So 
in Article 2. Oh, wait a minute. In Article 1, he actually covers step by step the steps that Trump and his administration made that would fall in line with if they were actually using devolution. So he, I mean, he literally finds the articles that indicate that these steps that were taken are in line with devolution. Right. I mean, as an example, in 2017, Trump established the Presidential Advisory Commission on Election Integrity. And he goes through those types of things to back up um, why he believes, you know, this theory. And it all kind of makes a lot of sense. Now, Space Force, was that brought up in one? That is a later one, yes. And I'll get to it if you let me. Sorry, it's actually not one. (laughs) Sorry, my bad. (laughs) That was number eight, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... Actually, well, I heard him bring it up in the interview, so to me... And it may have been mentioned in other ones, but but yeah, so then in Article 2, he talks about that whole, and most of us heard about this briefly, but then it got buried when other stuff came up, was the whole premise of that Chinese defector, Um, the guy who had defected from China, who was a high-level military person, I believe, um, from China, and the whole concept of infiltration versus invasion, and that's in Article Two, right? And he goes through all the, all yeah, of that I, evidence. Now, he, when when I heard the interviews with him with uh, X twenty two and and Red Pill seventy eight, though those interviews led me to believe that he was putting a lot of bank on his theory in this guy. I mean, I understand he's got all kinds of other. Uh, other what you would consider evidence to prove his theory, but uh, he he puts a lot of bank in that that uh, Chinese uh, defector, right? So, but nobody knows whether it's actually real or not, right? And yeah. nobody knows if the actual date that's been made public is the actual date, or was right. he here for years before that? Nobody right. knows. But I do remember, and we talked about this on one of our podcasts previously, is that within that, he talks about that one-third of Chinese students are essentially spies. Yeah. And that's the students. That's not the people working right. in different industries exactly. throughout yeah, our and country. He even, he even says that. He and says, look, that's just the students that are here on you know, visas or whatever. That's not including the contractors and subcontractors that are Chinese that are here that are Right, and that's frightening. And I think he also said that um, a lot of these students are actually kids of CCP military people, you know, and that's how they're, I mean, mean, that's frightening. They're actual CPP or CCP military. They're here, they're part of the Communist Party. So, I mean, they're here on assignment. I mean, they may be doing assignments in their college courses, but they are here on assignment. Right. They're here on a much bigger mission. Uh, some of that obviously has to do with uh, patent theft and and uh, copyright stuff and, uh, you know, finding, you know, you, 
you work with a bunch of doctors from around the world in an American college and you come up with a cure for something, you pass that on to the Chinese and all of a sudden, you know, you got a, a $5 knockoff, you know, right, out there. Or right, you, yeah. You find the, uh, the cure for that missing sock in the dryer where you never miss another sock again. And the very <laughs> next day, China has got a knockoff selling on Wish. You know that's true. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I How think they're here on a much bigger mission. Than I, that, I got though. it. My point <laughs> is, is that there are billions of dollars being stolen from the American economy because of it. Right. And that's because we have these these Communist Party spies all over this country in almost every facet of this country right yeah so so um article two is interesting Uh, it goes into a lot of that so um and then article three is all about the continuity of government and the players which is what you were talking about before with cash patel ezra cohen watnick um david norquist anthony tata and christopher miller so i don't remember all their positions but it's all in there it's in the article and he goes into all of their backgrounds and how they were st- strategically put in these positions by Trump. And some of them carried over into the quote-unquote Biden administration. Yeah, that section right there actually really interested me in his theory. Some of the other stuff seems a little hit and miss, but this stuff was like right on the mark. And I'm, I, I mean, this, this that, that, Part three might be the reason that I, I'm buying this whole theory yeah. is, is that section because he was very thorough uh, in, in putting these people in their places. And uh, but quite amazing, actually. Right. So, and it's their backgrounds and the timing of everything, too, like when they were put in right. their positions. Exactly. So, yeah. Well, it's all based on timing, right. all of this. So uh, and. And I mean, he puts a pretty good argument together. Right. Yeah. So it is very interesting. So then Article 4 is all about Trump being a wartime president. I mean, we've all heard Trump say that he thought of himself as a wartime president. Well, if indeed everything that the election was stolen and that we were infiltrated by the Chinese government and other foreign governments, I tend to believe then we are at war. It's a different type of war. But in wartime, a president is is given special powers that he doesn't have in normal time. But in wartime, they are given, a president has additional powers that he can use. Yeah, that was something that, when when, uh, President Trump made that speech where he indicated that the Chinese government had uh, attacked us, that it was an attack att- worse than Pearl Harbor. Right. Ba- speaking about the election, uh, the, the, the fraud on the election, that, when he said it, stuck in my head. I mean, I didn't get it at the time, but uh, Patel Patriot did. <laughs> well, he was doing his research. He he knew that Trump had made this this speech, 
and basically said that we were at war with China. And um, in the in his uh, in his articles, he does push the fact that this is not a you know a, a shoot 'em up war. There aren't bombs dropping on Beijing, or there's not you know there there's not an invasion from China on our uh, in California. This is a war on on uh, like the information and technology and 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 through that installing ccp operatives in our government at all levels of our government right exactly this is going to be a coup it is a coup from within not not people aren't coming to our shores they don't have to We'll just give it to them. Right. If you think of all of the people that we've got in Congress, in the Senate, local governments, that essentially are bought and paid for by the Chinese government. I mean, it's not it's not talked about, but how many times do they vote on things that are anti-American, that are to the benefit of China? And then you look at Biden and Hunter. They are owned by China. I don't know how you cannot see, I, I mean, understand that. At least, if you don't understand anything, the Democratic Party continuously votes to the Chinese Communist Party in nearly everything before, the, especially the House of Representatives. Yeah, it's like everything they vote for is anti-American. What I mean, that's what was so alluring about Trump was his America first policy. Now, now, we're not suggesting that every Democrat is a CCP operative. What we're saying is, is that they're woke. You know, they're they're caving to their political uh, elite. You know, your Pelosi's and your Schumer's and that. They're, but they know that what they're voting for is not right. They're just going with the party line you know so right and going along to get along right but you've got diane feinstein her husband has like massive interests in china you've got swalwell who was sleeping with the chinese spy Uh, i'm sorry who farts well yes (laughs) or swallows i'm sorry swallows well And even Diane Feinstein had a twenty uh, a spy for twenty years working for her. Oh my God! Come on, I mean, but but no, we sleep it under the on like the armed services committee. Yes, I mean it's just it's just insane. So we're not making this up. I mean, it's just it's out there. And uh, anyway, it's crazy. But but um, Article Four is all about the powers that a wartime president has. How do we get off on those tangents? Because we're talking about a wartime president being infiltrated by the Chinese. I'm sure it's not me. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at <laughs> I'm, all. Sure, I'm sure it's not because of me. Well, I'm trying to bring us back around. Well, while you're trying, maybe we should take a break right here. Okay. All right, so we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back right after this. Hey, this is A Peek Beneath the Surface, and I want to invite everybody to please check out our website at apeekbeneaththesurface.com. It also acts as a social media platform, so while you can view it, 
by just logging in. I want to encourage everybody to create a profile. Connect with your friends. Invite your friends. You can connect with me there. Feel free to post. Create a group. We've got lots of great information on there. I want this to be a resource for everybody as well. And we welcome your feedback. So check it out at apeakbeneaththesurface.com. All right, and we're back. So when we left, we were at part four of uh, Devolution uh, from Patel Patriot. Um, the uh, uh, the he do, he showed he said he showed his face a while back when he when he uh, it may have been after the first one oh, or something inadvertently somewhere. Well, no, he you know I think he was going to become out. Until he realized how how big this was going right, to get, you know, he had to, he yeah. had continued to read uh, on and do research on and realize that his life might actually be in danger uh, putting this stuff out. I don't see why. I mean, you know, who who would want to kill him if? Uh, well, even if it's just a cancellation right. thing, though. I mean, it's or, he's exactly. Using, it might be that too. Right. I mean, he's got a family. He has a job. He, did and he say doesn't that. want it to be affected in, in yeah. a negative way. Right. He to did say that. Affect the livelihood of his family. Right. You know, his ability to provide. So apparently, there was a time where he did uh, show his face, but he doesn't anymore. So uh, we've got a couple of audios that we'll play of him at the end of this. So uh, we're going to, I think we were at four. So we finished four, which was about the wartime powers of a president. And then article five is all about the Homeland Security. Is it an act or whatever? Homeland Security Act of 2002. And it's about cybersecurity and the National Infrastructure Protection Plan and all these things. So within It's actually about a loss of your freedom. Yes. But deep within that article is <clears throat> something called it was the EISCC which stands for Election Infrastructure Subsector Coordinating Council. And these Ooh. I know. And these um, this is an advisory board of private partnerships with government entities um in relation to um election security and there is a list of these private companies that are part of this advisory board and they have no oversight it is written into the i don't know the the rules or whatever it's called um on this um whole thing is that they are free from any oversight. And so many of these companies are um, not who you would want to see on there. So not only do we have the Associated Press. <gasps> who? Associated Press. Oh. Now, why would they be on a cybersecurity, I, I election integrity? Right? Why would any news agency be on that committee? Exactly. And then you've got Dominion. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who? Dominion, you heard me right. Dominion is on the list. They are on the board. Wait, so the people telling me that it's the most secure election 
in American history. That's the article I was talking about earlier. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, my God. Now we come full circle. No, but so Dominion, the, the, the company that put out the machines that scammed the election is in charge of telling me that the elections were the most secure in American history. Correct. Huh. Yes. So, and not only Dominion, Whoa, you've got there's Smart more? Ma- there's more. There's Smartmatic. Whoa. Whoa. Wait a minute. Whoa. Wait Democracy a minute. Democracy lives. Wait a minute. Is that Soros? And that Seidel, because isn't Seidel. Seidel was all? another part right. of, of uh, 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 Smartmatic mm-hmm. and Dominion. Yeah. So, there is a, I think a Seidel, list. Didn't Seidel buy I don't Seidel remember their relationship, somebody. but they're yeah. all it's all incestuous. It doesn't in matter. They're right. together exactly. So, but how does the AP fit in there? Well, I guess they determine what's in the news, right? Not, not really, but I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't. But know, why would but AP be part of that? Anyhow, why are any of them part of it? Well, we know why the other ones are part of it because they were put in there in order to. You know, hide the fact that they're scamming the election. I mean, what did they tell you? The most secure election in American history. Right. The same three companies, Seidel, Smartmatic, and Dominion, are on the panel that determines whether you had the safest or most secure election in American history. Does that sound like a smart idea? I don't think so. (laughs) No. Here, let me help you. Spoiler alert. No. Right. So okay. anyway, so that's yeah. Article 5, and you can get the full list if you go to Article 5. How come it's, it's only me that ever goes there. off on rants? Why is it me? How come you never rant? I don't know. I might at some point. You better. <laughs> Making me look bad. Everybody's like, he's the bad guy. She's the good guy. <laughs> I just try to keep you on track. Yeah, you should hear, you should hear her in rehearsal, though. Ooh. She's like... F this and F that. And I do not. Oh. Okay, that's, prob- no, that's probably not me too. at all. Yeah, that's you too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> all right, moving on. I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> okay. um, article six was all on Antifa and uh, the topic of domestic terrorism. So, um, I, some of you, or most of you, I would assume, have heard of Andy No, which spelled N G O, who is a journalist. He used to cover a ton of stuff. I think he still does on Antifa. Isn't that cool Seattle. though? His name is NGO though. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And he so, and yeah. I mean, he was attacked by Antifa before, right. but he does a lot of coverage on Antifa. But um, Article Six is all about Antifa, the relationship that uh, between Antifa and you know other people. So we'll just leave it at that. And then um, Article Seven. Um, is mainly around an executive order that Trump issued on January 5th of 2021, which just so happens. Whoa. The day before? The day before. The inauguration? Or the, the insurrection. insurrection. Right. So, um, so wait a minute. He, the day before the speech that he supposedly convinced, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of uh, red-blooded Americans to go attack 
the Capitol right. building. Despite the timeline not lining right. up whatsoever. Right. So uh, we all know that's BS, but the uh, he he put this out. So so yeah. So all the talk of the insurrection on the sixth, when Trump signed an executive order on the fifth, declaring a national emergency due to Chinese interference in the elections voting technology and supply chains oh which happened to be delivered to the house on the morning of the 6th just prior to the insurrection so it sounds a little bit like a coincidence don't you think or is it just me what what's the tie I don't know, a distraction maybe? Oh, you mean the insurrection? Sure. I mean, if they knew that... Well, I think the insurrection was planned Trump, well ahead of that. Oh, yeah, it had to have been. Right. But but had... Um, I I don't know. It just seems... Yeah, had it's it not a, it's happened, maybe that would have hit the news. Yeah. Exactly. You, do you think Pelosi might have made a big deal out of that? You know, on his way out, he did this. But... Here's the thing. Did did uh, Biden, as soon as he came in, when he canceled out all of those executive orders Trump did, did was that one of them? I don't know. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. I mean, uh, you know, when he makes uh, assertions like that or connections, not assertions, right. but connections, when he makes a connection like that, is is that still a fact? I understand he did it, but maybe it was only good for a day or two. Well, or until Biden got sworn in. No, well, Bi- right. As soon as yeah, Biden became president, he could, right. he could get rid of all, and he did get rid of some. Right. But who knows? I don't know. I'd actually have to go back and reread it slash re-listen to it again. But right. I mean, I just jotted down some quick notes as I was reviewing everything. Right. So, but I don't know. It's a pretty lengthy, a pretty lengthy article. Yeah, there was no way worth- that we were going to be able to get in depth on devolution uh in an hour right yeah there <laughs> i mean there's that. just too much right. i mean each of the audios is at least well the first one's short but I compared mean, to the rest yeah, yeah the rest of yeah. them uh, even Eight's read an hour somebody long. yeah right. everybody reading them they're anywhere from you know 35 to an hour long so or more so right exactly so and then um Article 8 is... Yeah, when we say article, we're not talking about like what you go to Gateway Pundit and We're not get, talking about a few paragraphs. Yeah, we're talking yeah. about pages. I uh, mean, yeah. I printed off last night um, one of them. It was like 10 pages long. Right. Printed pages. So, so, yeah, I mean, these are... I mean, these are very lengthy, very well... Uh, um, very well written sourced. Yeah. very well written right. so and the fact that this guy works a full-time job and right. finds time to not only research but put out an article roughly every week i mean who knows they're probably going to be an article nine by the time we get this out so <laughs> that's right <laughs> we may be right. yeah so anyway the link you do have the link in the show notes to get to his yeah actually telegram. if you go to uh podcast.takingitback.us uh, you can click on the show Devolution, and inside there we have a link to all eight articles that we currently know of and an addendum, part one, it said. So there's going to be an addendum part two, uh, I'm assuming, at right. least. Yeah. And then uh, the, underneath that 
are the actual somebody actually reads the article on a video so you don't have to read the article my suggestion would be to listen to it being read and just follow along with the with the notes because it, the guy that reads it does play the videos that are included in there and the audio you can actually you know see what he's clicking on or whatever but right so yeah it's helpful i like you know you gotta oh, be able to do other things and listen <laughs> right i mean down and read it all right yeah i mean we're talking about hours and hours of of audio that you would have to listen to for all eight of those right exactly and uh and I, I'm encouraging you to do it because it's time very well spent. Uh, uh, Patel Patriot, I mean, he he really did his due diligence on these articles, and and uh, I my hats off to him. Yeah. So then um, the last one um, is Article Eight, and that one's really interesting. It is lengthy, but it's all about the planning and the implementation of devolution and the timeline. And one of the questions that he explores in there is, did Trump, could Trump have actually suspended the electoral college? And that's kind of an interesting theory. Uh, Well, the way I understand it is, you know, let's say all this election fraud stuff, let's just use Arizona as an example, Uh since that should be coming out uh, soon. Um, If that gets overturned everybody's talking about well how would trump get put back in office would we have to have a new election you know how would that happen patel patriot goes explores the question could trump have suspended prior suspended the electrical electoral college prior to our using his wartime powers um, to where once all this fraud is brought out and proven that we wouldn't necessarily have a new, whole new election, but just the electoral college vote. So I don't know. I don't know enough about it, understand it thoroughly enough, but it is an interesting question. Yeah, and it's a, yeah, exploring it, and he does talk about it in some of the clips that we have. Yeah, so. what interests me, or interests me is that if you suspend the Electoral College, then there, the, the, there were no votes. So how, how would Biden have been sworn in as president? Well, the theory is, part of the theory is he's not really president. He's basically in their playing house. Again, but why would that take place if Trump had suspended the Electoral College? I mean, what what are they trying to prevent? Does he explain? So my, I don't recall specifically in there, um, but I've got my own opinions is that, I mean, he's trying to avoid an actual physical on the ground war and that with biden in there look how many more people get woke up just and uh, that okay. and that if if it's all proven but, but do that you he's think illegitimate that, every single thing he's done gets undone but my question is know. do you think that those uh, uh chinese communist party shills that are in government currently under o'biden or oh, yeah, oh Biden. <laughs> would, would they, they? I mean, would they just say, "Okay, we give up"? I, I don't think so. 
Yeah. I, I don't I, think so either. I think they're all, one, I think they're all being exposed for who they really are. I right. mean, how many people, I mean, in my own family, my, you know, liberal family members are just like, oh my gosh, did you see this? I can't believe this happened, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I could have told you that. You didn't want to listen to me six months ago when I said something. Right. But Yeah. I mean, you don't remember in 2020 in February when I said that, you know, this was uh, just the flu. I mean, you don't remember me saying that. Now, tons of doctors out there uh, on the Internet floating around talking about how it's the flu. Well, yeah, duh. I mean, I, I, w- I was saying that in uh, actually March and April of 2020. But sometimes you can't tell people. You have to show people. They have to see it for themselves. Yeah. I'm, I could care less whether they believe me or not. <laughs> That's well, on them. I'm, I'm talking about the big picture of the government. Oh, yeah. No, I no, think, I know. I think with Biden... People are seeing now, regardless of what they wanted to believe. I mean, with all this stuff going on, I mean, I've seen some great memes over the past few days with Afghanistan. It's like, wow, sure could take some of those mean tweets now, right? I mean, you got, you know, all these people trying to, you got 10,000 plus people, Americans sitting in Afghanistan, yet we're flying out. We're not getting them out, but we're getting other people out first. I mean, it's just baffles the mind right doesn't baffle ours but well i mean if you look at it as uh biden is a chinese communist party shill and he's handing afghanistan to the chinese if you look at it in that scope then of course he doesn't care that there are americans trapped at that airport he doesn't care. Let the Taliban kill him. What does he care? Right. He's already given Taliban to the Communist Party. Well, Chinese something Communist else Party. I saw last night, I don't have it in front of me clearly, but was how uh, rich in resources Afghanistan is and the trillions of dollars of natural resources. Also, I know you're looking so at me do, like, why does that matter? But no, I'm just I'm, saying that that's just I'm more, just saying, why, I mean, why else would we be there? Why else would China want to be friends? Mm-hmm. There's only that's the only reason why the Chinese Communist Party gives two flips about Africa. It's because they're they're jam packed full of natural resources. Right. So, so anyway, we better. Start what do they to, call those? <laughs> what? what do they call those things? Uh, rare earth minerals. Yeah, that's what it is. Right. I mean, that's literally what it, they're after. Yeah. And, and China actually holds the most. I, I, somebody said that America is like way down the list. So, yeah, that's because, you know, our politicians sold our crap and they took the money and ran uh, all throughout uh, American history. But anyhow, that's something else. Yeah. So then um, last thing before our clip. So is the addendum, which he wrote in relation, it sprung from a question that he was asked as far as I know, Patel Patriot is only on Telegram. So he has a Telegram channel there, and there's a chat channel as well where he, unlike some of those chats on Telegram, he actually hops on there once in a while to answer questions and stuff. So, But he was asked a question that I'm going to read, and then you can go to the addendum for the answers. So the question that he received was, I think devolution is a viable theory but if it was all captured and proven in real time, 
why couldn't Trump and the loyalist military have taken over the TV networks with the EAS, EBS announcement, the emergency broadcast system announcement, presented all the evidence, publicly held trials for all the bad actors, and rightly taken the presidency? Why put the country through all this tyranny and ruin just for an awakening that may or may not ever happen? Which is an excellent question, but you should go to the addendum to hear his answer. Yeah, I look, uh, I don't, I can't imagine being, if this is true, I cannot imagine being in Trump's position. Uh, but it would also be very difficult to be in Trump's position seeing exactly just in what, eight months, how, how quickly a piece of garbage like, uh, the Biden administration, all of which are communist pieces of trash, all of them, uh, how, how they could have so quickly done what they've done. But then you think about COVID. They set it up with COVID. Right. Everybody and- became subservient to the government under COVID. Can't question Fauci. You can't question him at all. He, he's Fauci. And then we find out that he's a liar. He's a Communist Party shill. He's profiting from the death of American citizens and world, global citizens. All of you lefties who are, all of you lefties who are, you know, uh, woke, you, you're, you're just as gone as the rest of us. You're, you're pathetic. I mean, you think you're woke, but the people you think are your leaders, they're selling you down the river along with everyone else. The good news is, is if they succeed, the Communist Party is going to kill them too. Biden, Biden will be the first one to go. He'll be shot right in the head with, along with his uh, whore vice president. Shut shooter right in the head. It'll all be it'll all be witnessed on you know state run media, who no. who who will in turn be shot in the head. <laughs> They'll die of COVID, don't you know? Won't be any COVID. They <laughs> they will. That's listen, what they will say it is. They won't. They will literally shoot them on TV because you will know at that point that your life means less. Your life means nothing. And that's who's leading you. <laughs> They're leading you down the primrose path to nothing. You are nothing. Because if they can kill the president of the United States and laugh about it because they've taken over your country, what will they do to you? <laughs> I mean, literally, what will they do to you? Right, exactly. Anything. They, it won't matter. Because they they can kill the elites and laugh about it. Well, I mean, they may not ever kill you just because you're not worth it. If I can kill the president, why do I care about killing you? So, 
So yeah, there's then, another rant. See, yeah, you never there. Rant. You go. Well, I'm getting ready to give my two cents on some things. Oh, okay, so <laughs> prepare. <About time. laughs> so um, I was just gonna say that if you go back and listen to all of the interviews that Trump has given over the decades, he has never changed his stance. He has always been consistent. Um, I mean, think it's, you mean uh, pro America. Pro-America and that China's eaten our lunch. I mean, he's been talking about that for decades, and he's never wavered on it. The other thing that I think is interesting... That's um, because he's a businessman, though. Well, yeah. But um, the other thing that I think is interesting, because, you know, before you started your rant, you were talking about hard to believe, you know, um, uh, what the weight on Trump's shoulders through all this and knowing this and seeing this, but... I think it's interesting that Trump's favorite book is Sun Tzu's Art of War and that it has been for decades. So I think that he has studied that book. I I personally am someone who did not vote for Trump in 2016. Um, it <gasps> took me. <gasps> I know. What? Yes, I was not a Trump fan. It oh took me. Oh, my God. You voted for Barack Hussein Obama? You mean Hillary? And no, I did not. I voted for a third-party candidate because there was I no was Hillary. Buying, <laughs> I was buying the I I was buying the media hype, and I didn't. It took me until eight until twenty eighteen. Barack Hussein 2018. Obama runs. Right. I could, now stop interrupting oh, me I'm and sorry. let me finish. You want me to talk? I'm getting ready to rant again about that. <laughs> yes, piece you of are. So, but I'm just saying from someone who was not a Trump supporter in 2016, it took me until 2018 to see to see the light essentially. Um, but Trump's enemies consistently underestimate him, I believe, and. If you think about it, Trump kept all of his promises. There was one left to keep, and I think that he's in the process of keeping it now if this theory of devolution pans out, and that was to drain the swamp. And he loves America, and whether it means him stepping down or not, I am very, very, very intrigued by this whole theory of devolution and I pray and I hope that it's true. That's all I can say. So, what well, that wasn't really a rant. Wasn't a rant. You said you promised me a rant, and you did not rant. <laughs> I was just getting you to try to get you to be you quiet. You trying, so trying I to get talk. me to shut the hell up. Okay, yes, I, got I was you. being nice. I got you. <laughs> trying to be nice. I got so. you. So, all right, yeah. So we've got a couple of interviews. It's only a couple of minutes each. So we're gonna play these so you can hear uh, a little bit of. Uh, certain topics related to uh, Patel Patriots uh, devolution article. So here we go. Start off with you just telling us what devolution is, because a lot of people, they might've heard me say it. They might've read the article, but just tell people what devolution is. Sure. Um, it, yeah. So devolution, it's <laughs> essentially when, when Trump um, was in office and, and this goes back way back to the, you know, even the early 1940s, the presence have had in place continuity of government programs and continuity of operation programs to, to keep the government running, um, you know, basically just running the essential functions if there's a catastrophic event. And, you know, as technology has advanced, their definition of catastrophic events, you know, has 
has changed and morphed, but th these are plans, continuity of government plans that they they continually update. Um, and each department is is tasked with having an updated plan um, in case something were to happen. And devolution specifically is a is a devolved form of government. And so, um, in my theory, it's the military, the Department of Defense. Um, essentially, Trump, when he left office, he he devolved the government. Um, throughout the Department of Defense and specifically the Special Operations Operations Forces. And it's geographically geographically dispersed locations where um, I believe the members of the, the Special for Forces are there uh, taking care of key critical infrastructure um, and letting, making sure that, you know, Biden, while he's president, he doesn't have any true operational control of anything. They're not going to let the country be destroyed in the meantime if that makes sense. When you were looking at this, I mean, why did you decide to write an article about devolution? What what caught your eye? What did you research? And why did you start to write this article and put all the pieces together? This goes back a little bit, if you don't mind me giving a little bit of sure. background info. Um, I, I didn't even really get into politics until it was late 2017, early 2018. Um, I, I came across uh, Brian Cates and his Spygate stuff. And that's, that really got me interested. It really got me starting to follow Trump. Uh, through him, I ended up you know, finding, um, at the time, it's Carlos Asueda, which I later found out was um, a pseudonym for, for Thomas Wichter. Mm -hmm. And, you know, leading up to the election and, um, and then following the election, leading up to the inauguration, Thomas Wichter, um, he had a lot of really good, good, good stuff. He, he's such a, he's a brilliant man. Um, and he, he started talking about this devolution theory. And I ended up uh, following him once he got kicked off Twitter and he stepped down from YouTube over to this, uh, this other social media site. It's a, a Mastodon instance. And, and there he, he would continue to write about devolution. And I, I never really posted anything. I kind of just lurked. And then I, I started to, uh, to, to find things on my own and, and, and start posts kind of adding where I could. And it was super cool. You know, every now and then I'd get Brian Cates or his brother Dwayne or uh, Thomas Stephen, like, you know, boost something I wrote. So it was just really really interesting. So it, it encouraged me to keep doing it. Um, anyway, eventually the, the owner of that, that mass science, since he does not agree with the, with the theory. And um, I ended up getting kicked off that platform for talking about devolution. And a couple of the members, you know, before I left encouraged me to, to keep writing. So um, I ended up deciding to start a telegram channel and Substack. And I really just thought, you know, not many people are, are really talking about devolution. I'm going to just dive in and take what I've what I've gathered from Wichter and other people and, and see how far I could take it. And and the further I dug into it, um, honestly, the, the more peace it, it brought me because it just it, it seems like it's it's happening. It really does. Do you think Trump, uh, the military, the Space Force, do you think they captured the election data where foreign governments were interfering with the election. Absolutely. And I think that's that's critical because mm -hmm. in order for Trump to pull off devolution, it would be an extraordinary measure and that would require an extraordinary circumstance. And I believe that circumstance is, is an act of war from a foreign adversary interfering in our election. Now, Dominion, they've been they've been doing stuff like this going back years, you know, at, at least as far as what's rumored um but it's it's believed that they sent their election data offshore and the, the military can easily capture that you know and, and I, I do think the the machines are just 
half the battle. I th- there's so much more that's going to be revealed through the audits. And this is something that, um, again, why I think Patriots and, and Trump let this play out is because we needed to, to see the true vote count. So you heard that, which is kind of what we've, we've been talking about. I mean, that's out of uh, Patel Patriot's own mouth, but um, he's convinced that the uh, military uh, had that information. And that it's always been my contention that the PCAPs that Mike Lindell talks about um, actually came from either the military or Trump himself. Right, that somebody leaked them to him or handed them over to him. But hearing that reminded me that we didn't talk about Space Force, and that is what was another thing that was covered in Article 8 was about Space Force and the implementation of Space Force. Right, because he does mention that he believes that uh, Space Force was part of that gathering of of information right or, or uh, well and like he talks about in there like we were talking about the whole italy thing right you know if they did capture all of that and then we know this is going back so we won't talk about it a lot here that uh, there was somebody arrested in italy back in early january and confessed right this is the thing i mean why are they i mean if that's the case why are we protecting like Italy, why? Well, maybe we're not. Maybe this is all designed to, you know, happen. This devolution is, is, you know, on track to happen. And once it does, then you find out that the guy in Italy is a major part, that the Vatican's involved, that the uh, Italian military or, or Vatican must have some kind of intelligence i mean they're their own country so right right you know uh so i mean i think a lot of this is being done covertly right and it's intentional obviously i mean otherwise they would take over the airway i mean i guess there is no reason without the evidence i mean it's trying to keep us from in a physical gun battle you know yeah i mean there's no actual real uh benefit out of you know, just coming out and saying that that guy in Italy's right. I mean, there's no benefit because there's no proof yet. So put the proof out there. And then if it is true that that guy in Italy did work for that Leonardo, right. then then you can put, you can hand the information over that actually connects that dot. Right. But hopefully it helps hearing from Patel himself, Patel Patriot himself, he clearly can do a much better job of explaining his theory than we can. Yeah, okay. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to play this part. Patel Patriot. So, yeah. What is the what is the uh motive behind this? Did they did this election get stolen? They thought, "Oh, we have to deal with this," or do you think there's another reason that this is going on? I mean, what is Trump's reason for letting it go down? Sure. That's a great question. Probably something I should have mentioned like the first thing I spoke about. Uh, the whole basis for, for Trump doing this is, is that there's foreign interference in election. We had a, a foreign power, which, you know, the CCP meddling in our election in more ways than one. It's not just, just COVID, even though Trump in, I think it was part two or three, I mentioned that he, um, he said we were attacked. It was the worst attack, worst attack than Pearl Harbor, worse than 9-11. 
so that that to me is one of the things that sparked okay well this if we were attacked that's a war and so being a, a wartime president you get wartime powers and so so that's where the whole the whole even the, the whole way this is even possible is because we're at war not a war that we we see you know with militaries going at it head to head it's it's more of a a cyber war an information war and they're trying to you know gain influence by meddling in our election here clearly they wanted biden as president instead of trump interesting so as far as the election so we're at war and then what about the election what what was what do you think was going on in trump's cabinet with the election you think they knew it was going to get stolen you think this was like a backup plan in case it got stolen i do i think i think they they knew they were going to try to steal it and they, they set traps to to counter it. That would be the the space force getting the real vote count. But I also think, and again, I cover this in part eight as well. But I, I think they they still held out to the very end that they gave the the Democrats a chance to change their course of action, mm-hmm. but they didn't do it. So the the election was kind of the the final battle. It, it, and I think the Democrats thought by winning the election they would win the war, but. To Trump, it, you know that that was the war that didn't really even matter because he he put in devolution. And my theory is how he did it, and this you know hints at uh, part four of the series. I draw a lot of comparisons to to Lincoln, and during the Civil War, he, he his wartime powers. And one of the things he did was he suspended habeas corpus. Mm-hmm. Well, in my my theory, I think Trump suspended the electoral college vote. Mm. And that's how he he got to where we are now. And, and Biden's not really president because the, the vote hasn't actually happened yet. Interesting. So so how yeah. do you think this will hold on? I forgot to unmute. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> no so how do you think that this would then play out? How would it be revealed and how would President Trump come back into power? Well, I think what's going to happen is he's waiting for the right moment to to make his reveal. And I don't even know if it'll be him necessarily that will make the reveal. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the, the military themselves that right. they come out and show the evidence of foreign interference, because once they show that, it'll be irrefutable what happened. But I think he's waiting for we, the people, to do our part. And and that's the audits. I think I hope it's the Arizona audit that, that kicks it off. I, I truly think it's going to show such massive fraud that everybody's going to know that nationwide it was, this election was clearly stolen. And I think right. that's all Trump's going to need is the one audit to, to be able to make his reveal. Yeah, I, you know, I, I was uh, uh, earlier before you came on, I was uh, kind of spitballing about, uh, you know, how you thought this was going to go down, because you had mentioned in uh, uh, one of the pieces that uh, you didn't think that overturning the Electoral College results was going to be necessarily what did it. Um, but, uh, you know, I've always thought that the audit would prove the election was stolen. The state legislature would overturn the Electoral College results, giving it back to uh, to President Trump. And then we would kind of see that happening in other states. But of course, Joe Biden would not necessarily willingly give up power or the people who are pulling his strings. They wouldn't just allow it to happen. And at that point, the military stepping in and saying, OK, now, sure. you know, as a result of this overwhelming evidence, you know, here it is. And uh, and now we're going to have to go ahead and step in. Sure. And, and I mean, that's possible. I, I don't claim to know the, all the answers, but it, it's a lot cleaner to me for, for him to, you know, we don't want to wait for all 50 audits for Trump to actually have to get to take back office. That could take forever. No. So, no. so that's why I, I think the theory of him suspending the, the electoral college vote it works out because all we need to do is see one audit to see how bad the fraud was. Then the military shows the evidence. And then Trump's like, oh, yeah, I actually suspended the electoral college vote. Let's let's do that baby again. And then. 
All right, so that's it for us. Uh, podcast. Uh, I'm sorry, taking it back. Podcast at protonmail.com. And you can reach me at taking it back us at protonmail.com. And. And you can find me at a peak beneath the surface.com. Just by profile, a peak beneath the surface. And you can either uh, send me a private chat or a message. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yeah, please share the podcast. Um, help us get the word out. And uh, subscribe if you haven't. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week. Talk to you then.